Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hello, America, and welcome to this week's edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And if we got a show for you, I'm excited, I'm fired up, and I feel more confident about things changing in America than I have in many, many weeks, actually many months. And I'm going to get to that in just a few moments. We have a great show. You don't want to miss a single minute of it. Tell your friends, your family to uh, click on the Doc Holiday's Tea Party. Send this link out. Get the news out. We've got a growing audience each and every week. We get more and more people. And I'm excited about this week's show because it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be different because first, like usual, we'll hit a couple of news items. And then, instead of an interview, uh, I'm going to tell you about some of the things that happened at the Glenn Beck Restoring Honor Rally. I'm sure everyone's heard of it by now. hope most of you have seen it. If you've not seen it, get back on the internet, uh, go get a DVD, or get something of that rally. A little bit over three hours, every American needs to see it. The only person that would I, I could think that shouldn't see it is or, or would not want you to see it, well, uh, not a person, but one one thing that wouldn't want you to see it, I I think it's the devil himself, and he was cast out of heaven a long time ago. Everybody that loves your country, loves God, or even those people who are atheists that think there is no God, you still need to see what this rally was. And uh, it's not there praising Glenn Beck. It's bringing people together to say, we don't have the answers. God does. Let's turn back to God. Amazing, amazing week at, uh Glenn Beck's rally. So today, I will be telling you some from the inside stories about that. I was uh, honored and blessed uh, by Alveda King, Dr. Alveda King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, spoke at the rally, her anniversary of her uncle's I Have a Dream speech 47 years earlier. Uh, she had several fans come on the stage with her as she spoke. And she invited me, uh, Dr. Ed Holliday, to be on the stage. Uh, if if you get video of that, if you want to go back and look at the video when uh, Dr. King, Alveda King spoke, uh, you want to know who I am? Well, I'm the white guy. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, t- today's show, we're going to go in some of the inside views you may not have seen and some things you may not have heard. And we're going to talk about the Glenn Beck rally that happened, uh, Restoring Honor. Washington, D.C., on August 28th. We'll talk about that. And, in fact, we'll go on through that, and uh, we'll probably use part of that to be a part of the Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. So what a show. What a show coming up. You hang in there. Stay with us. Tell your friends. Listen to the show. You want want to know more about the Glenn Beck Rally on 828? Tell your friends to click on the Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And we are going to get started in just a minute. First, before we do, let's hit some of the news. And to me, the most exciting news. And it's, uh, it's, it's uh, as far as I know, it is official that Joe Miller 
in Alaska. The Tea Party candidate beat the incumbent Republican. I ain't going to call her name out because she's done. She's toast. And uh, Joe Miller will be going into the general election. We have made a difference. Tea Party people, get out there. Get fired up. The be- it's just the beginning. The f- way we've affected primaries, the way we got Sharon Angle running against that liberal uh, majority leader, Senate majority leader, Harry Reid. Uh, we've got to get Angle in there. But she ran against the Republican establishment, uh, Sue Loden. They're going to start getting the answer. The Republicans are going to see their feet are being held to the fire, and either they're going to change or, or we'll get a new party. But I think they're getting a the message. They're getting a the message. Look at uh, uh, Rand up in Kentucky. Uh, Paul Rand in Kentucky. We got Joe Miller now in Alaska. Uh, we got Sharon Angle in, uh, out in Nevada. The Tea Party is making a difference. Those are the Senate races. The House races are the same all across the country. We're making a difference in the primaries. And now the real, real key is getting to make a difference in the general election coming up November 2nd. So, wow, what some exciting news. Uh, let's see other news items. Uh, y'all give Joe Miller a call. Give him an email. Let him know the Tea Party people are backing him up. And we're going to get behind him and get him in the United States Senate so we can get some common sense in the Senate once again. Some people who will fight for the taxpayers and fight for what the Constitution stands for. So let's get behind him. And I'm telling you what we need to do is uh, get ready to man the phones. You call your local uh, Tea Party candidate, somebody that you can get behind, whoever's going to knock the liberal out, whoever has what it takes to win, Listen, we can't play games this election. You might want to make a political statement or stand on principle. Hey, the Tea Party people will stand on principle, getting the liberals out. I tell you, I, I, I went to a, to a function uh, on Capitol Hill, right off Capitol Hill, uh, just before the uh, Glenn Beck rally or the night before, before his uh, Divine Destiny uh, event on Friday night on 827. There, I got invited to the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Uh, they had a meeting at the Capitol Hill Club, and I drove up, or I got out on the metro, uh, walked up, big red letters in the window says, Fire Pelosi. And those who've listened to the Doc Holliday uh, Tea Party show, you know about the vision I had about the clouds and the sky forming together putting together a puzzle that puzzle that says fire Pelosi. So I was ready to get up and go into the Capitol Hill Club and join the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Had a meeting up there and fabulous, great people. I tell you what, the Frederick Douglass Foundation, check them out, go on the website. Uh, I tell you, it is exciting to see these undercurrents moving within the, uh, within the framework of America. The Frederick Douglass Foundation, uh, they... They are black Republicans, conservative ideas, standing strong on Judeo-Christian values and not backing down on anything. And so I'm telling you what, we got some strong uh, African-American men and women who are, who are taking it out into the streets and preaching what it takes to turn this country around. And they're not, they're not uh, letting the liberals uh, put them down. They're not letting the liberals... Uh, debase them, calling them Uncle Toms and all kind of names. 
They're taking a stand, and that's what makes America great, just like when Patrick Henry stood up and said, give me liberty or give me death, knowing the people are going to say that is a, uh, th that's a bashing the king. They're going to say, you know, you, you're, uh, you're being a traitor to the king. But no, Patrick Henry said, this is right. We're going to stand up and say it, and that's what I'm seeing with the Frederick Douglass Foundation, African-American conservatives standing up and saying, we are going to tell the truth, we're going into the cities and the streets and in the countryside and telling the truth. And they got candidates running across the country. Check them out. Let's get behind them. They got, I think, eight or nine have won the Republican nomination and are running against liberals. So let's find out who they are and let's get in there and help them out. And not only that, I'm... I'm uh, I'm getting so excited about the elections coming up November 2nd. It's not because of the people. It's because of what is happening within the hearts of the people. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And before we get started, let me give you a little uh, uh, place you can go to. You check out some of the things we're doing and talking about at www.teaparty.ms. That's teaparty.ms. That's my website where you can go and check out some of the links to videos. I got some articles about uh, about the Tea Party, uh, articles about the Tea Party, articles about uh, some of the, the things we've done, uh, liberal and conservative debates. Uh, and just this past uh, week, you'll see some new articles, links to articles about uh, the inside uh, Glenn Beck's restoring, um, uh, restoring Honor event. So go check out some of those links, see what's uh, been written. Uh, go ahead and, and see some of the video, some of the things that are uh, out there that you can see what, uh, what's been happening. So let's get to, let's see, any more news items. All kind of news items we can talk about. But I think the most exciting thing for the Tea Party people is to know that Joe Miller, Joe Miller, Republican nominee in Alaska, knocked off an incumbent. So these incumbents who have been controlling the airways, been controlling pocketbooks, been making laws and compromising, I'm telling you, we're getting back to the Constitution. We're going to take America kicking and screaming if that's what it takes. But this big spending, thinking you can print money and print money and print money and not endanger the future of our children, it's common sense, folks. You know, I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't claim to be. But I'm telling you one thing. It's common sense. You can't just keep printing money and printing money and printing money and borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and thinking our, think our children are not going to suffer for it. Not only they're going to suffer, we're going to suffer, our country's going to suffer, and democracy and freedom and liberty will suffer if we don't get more common sense people in there. So let's work hard to get Joe Miller. Let's work hard to get uh, Sharon Angle. Let's work hard to get Paul Rand and these people willing to to stand up against all the liberal bashing, the newspapers, the media that just bash and bash and bash and just like they bashed the Glenn, Reck, the Glenn Beck rally, Restoring Honor rally. And it was one of the most uh, non-political events saying let's, let's honor those who have given their lives, given their uh, body limbs, given their best for our country and protecting our country. Let's honor those civilians who have worked hard to help their communities and help their country. And let's honor God. It, people were not afraid to stand up in front of 500,000 people and say, I'm going to honor God. And that's who would have thought that many people would show up to say, we're going to turn to God. We don't have all the answers, but we want to honor God once again in America. So exciting things happening 
and we're going to get to some of those events. Uh, check out the website for some extra things. And I got the book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution. Uh, there's other books you can check on there. I got a book called The 21st Century Great Awakening uh, at the website. You can check that out. I also got some essays and some book about, books about freedom, uh, Profiles of Courage uh, from the city of Memphis. Uh, so I got an article in, uh, about uh, Dr. Benjamin Hooks, uh, who passed away earlier this year, a great African-American, former leader of the NAACP, former leader uh, former. Uh, uh, leader of the federal communications uh, system. So there's a lot of things that uh, if you want to find out more about me and check out some of the books and you order them there right there or, or you can check out a couple of them on a, go to Amazon and if you want to use your Amazon uh, card or order things on Amazon, just check check out Walk With Me by Dr. Ed Holiday. I think if you want the 21st Century Awaken, you got to ask for Edward Holiday. I don't know why they can't get those together. But anyway... <laughs> the, the, it, it's the same person it's me we're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to get into what went on at the Glenn Beck rally restoring honor on my way to Washington to be a part of uh, 828 restoring honor Glenn Beck's rally I wanted to uh, wanted to just think about what in the world was I going up there for and on my way, I was thinking, I'm tired. I'm tired of the status quo. I'm tired of doing the same old thing over and over and every election being just a little bit different, just a little different. We want to elect this person or that person. I'm just tired. I'm tired of seeing Congress spend and spend and spend, but what are they spending? They're making money. They're printing money. We had over a trillion dollars we've printed the last two years because we're spending money we don't have. We're adding the national debt onto our children as our economy is not picking up. The left-wing, far-left politics and policies have been a colossal failure. Our country must wake up. And I was thinking I'm so tired of all the printing of the money year after year, year after year, and we are teetering closer and closer to the edge of financial and economic disaster, much closer than we were in October of 2008. People are trying to act like we're past the danger zone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Nobody's looking out. It's like our leaders in Washington have blindfolds. Oh, and one thing I was coming to the conclusion on the way to Washington, I'm going to tell you about this journey. Listen about this journey. This journey to Washington, I began to think, I believe only God can save us. Only God can save America. Only God can cause miracles to let the American voters, all the American voters, see through the deceptions, through the clouds of illusions created like smoke bombs by our leaders of the far left in Washington today to cause the uneducated, the selfish egomaniacs to march like zombies to the voting booths and check the box of the incumbent liberals who have created nothing but rhetoric and chaos. Where are the jobs? It's like, where's the beef? Remember that old commercial? Where's the jobs? Where are the jobs? After four years of House and Senate control, 
The far left has been in control for four years now. And where are the jobs? Madam House Speaker Pelosi, where are the jobs? Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, as I previously said, only God can save America now. That's what I was thinking on my way to Washington. Now let me tell you about what happened in about a 24-hour period. About 5 o'clock on, on August the 27th, I started making my way over to the Capitol Hill Club an invitation to be at the Frederick Douglass Foundation a meeting. And there I got to meet some great African-American uh, uh, candidates running for congressional offices. Oh, we got to meet some good African-American leaders. People put together and started a group called the Frederick Douglass Foundation. You can check them out. Google them. Go to the website. And uh, had a had a fantastic time just meeting some great Americans from across the country. People who are conservative, who stand on Judeo-Christian values, and are willing to stand up and tell the truth. They're willing to tell the truth. Such an amazing time. And I left that event and went straight over to the Kennedy Center. Now, Glenn Beck had rented out the Kennedy Center for an event called the Divine Destiny Show. And it was absolutely wonderful. Three hours, about three hours. And went, started about eight o'clock and it and uh, just packed in of some speaking, some talking, some speakers, gospel music, and just a wonderful, a wonderful time. So uh, I'll tell you a little bit just about, tell you some about the uh, Friday night event. Uh, Glenn Beck introduced us to starting at the very started and introduced us to Dr. Alveda King. For those who don't know, and I mentioned her some last week, uh, Dr. Alveda King is the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. Her dad was A.D. King, uh, Martin Luther King's brother. And uh, not long after, about a year later, after uh, her uncle Martin was assassinated, her, uh, her dad, A.D. King, had drowned in a swimming pool. But there's no water in his lungs, foul play suspected. Nobody's ever known or solved the crime. So uh, Alveda lost her uncle and her father very close in time. Alveda is a strong woman, and she is strong in the pro-life movement as a, as a victim of abortion. She, she is now, she had two abortions, and now she's very adamantly pro-life. And she talks about the black genocide, the fact that more than as uh, per, per uh, population percentages for every one white baby aborted, five black babies are aborted. Unbelievable. Black genocide. And the liberals stick their head in the sand. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the truth. But Alveda is a great and wonderful American. And over the years, I got to work with her. Martin Luther King Jr. Was always, has always been a hero of mine. Growing up in Mississippi, I was born in 1960. Did not know a lot of things through the innocent eyes of a child. And, but as I learned and read more and more as I grew up, I, I know that what Dr. Martin Luther King did, he fundamentally changed our society by saying we need to stand up for the character of a man and not the color of his skin. And look into his heart 
and he stood up on the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that gave him the strength to stand against people year after year who, who threatened to kill him, and finally they did, but not until he had changed America with his mighty, strong, and moral stance. So uh, when I got the opportunity to meet Alveda King a few years ago, it was a blessing, and over the years we've done different projects together. And then, uh, actually, I was at a meeting in May with Alveda when Glenn Beck actually asked her to, if she would speak at the rally, knowing that'd be controversial. Number one, uh, you don't know what Glenn's doing sometimes. Number two, uh, a lot of the African-American leaders in our country did not want Alveda to speak. They didn't want any black person to come to the rally. They thought it'd be uh, enhancing Glenn Beck's image. But Glenn Beck assured Alveda it would be not a political thing. It would be no signs, no tea party. It would be let's honor, let's all come together and honor our military veterans, honor those in civilian life who, who work and help their communities, and let's honor God. And when Alveda heard that, she signed on. She said she would be there. And then a few weeks ago, Alveda asked me if I'd be willing to stand beside her as uh, she spoke. Uh, in front of the Lincoln Memorial at the Restoring Honor Rally on the 47th anniversary of her uncle's I Have a Dream speech. Uh, I didn't have to think long on that because I, I, I love the King family and what, uh, what they've done and to have a, be asked was such an honor. So yes, I did make it to the, that's why I was there and that's when, when Glenn introduced her to on 827 at the Divine Destiny tour she got a show she got in a, uh, a good round of applause. And then he started by introducing David Barton. I've known in David Barton's works for, for years, and I never met him until this past, uh, uh, on 828. But David Barton is a fantastic historian, and he's a strong Christian. He knows the colonial American history. He knows how the Constitution was put together, the Declaration of Independence. He knows the real history better than anybody I have ever heard speak about it. He knows and tells about how James Madison was, was uh, taught in graduate school about the Jewish law in the Old Testament. And where did James Madison get some of his ideas for the Constitution? By what he knew from the Bible. And David Barton take you right there and show you, show you the verses on which our Constitution was built, on which our Declaration of Independence was based. So that, and, and he'll show you the sermons that, that uh, say exactly what was in the Declaration of Independence the years, uh, in some cases a hundred years before the Declaration of Independence, the sermons that were being preached in colonial America. So yes, what an amazing man, David Barton. And so uh, Glenn Beck introduced him. And they sort of were the master of ceremonies or sat down and talked about uh, divine destiny. We had a great time listening to some great speakers. Had a great gospel, uh, a black gospel choir sang some great music. So it was an event that, uh, that really touched the heart and warmed us up for the big event on uh, 828 the next day. Uh, I will say this. One thing about Glenn Beck, he loves the common man. And I thought it was wonderful. One thing he did, I was going to be on stage with Alveda. A lot of people were going to be on stage in and, and various uh, parts. And uh, we were uh, given tickets to come to the event at the Kennedy Center. And he also had a lot of tickets that were free 
uh, all the tickets were free, but he had some free for the public who would, whoever stood in line, and he'd hand out the tickets that Friday morning until all the tickets were gone. And so, the, of course, the Kennedy Center was packed. <clears throat> and when uh, Glenn asked everybody who stood in line to get your tickets to raise their hand, and it was amazing. When everybody rose, raised their hand, uh, all the good seats, all, all the best seats for, were the ones in the front were for those who stood in line. And I thought, that's it, Glenn Beck. Go do it, man. Because uh, he let the, he didn't forget the common man, the common lady, the little guy. He gave them the best seats. And I said, go for it, Glenn. I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. The fact that he thought about those who stood in line, let them get the best seats. Um, but uh, just to, to highlight a couple of speakers on Friday night, let me tell you about... Uh, let me tell you about, uh, there was a, a rabbi Lappin, and he, he was telling us, he, he did not use a microphone, but we could hear him well in the Kennedy Center. Some people who were watching, streaming it, uh, watching it on uh, ex uh, Glenn Beck's extreme internet site, they uh, they said they couldn't hear him. They were disappointed. Hopefully, uh, Glenn will get a get a copy of his speech for him, but... But uh, basically he said the things we need to know in America, three things, marriage, money, and manners. said marriage between one man and one woman, the, the institution of marriage, that's what causes procreation and, and produces good families. Uh, good families produce uh, good citizens, and good citizens produce a good nation. Uh, he said that money, one thing, the bottom line on money is the more you please people, the more money you make. You don't make money unless you're pleasing people. You either provide a service or a product that someone wants, and that's how you make money. So he said, get out there and, uh, and uh, make some people happy. Make you some money. And it's from the money we make that we can give back to God, give back to society, and do those things that make a nation great. And that's what's made America great. It's not giving you money and taxes to government. It's being able to give back. And being able to be free to make, uh, make the money by making more people happy. Simple, simple approach and what a profound idea. And then he talked about manners. Yes, in America we have manners. We teach people to be kind and be nice and open doors. There's different things about manners that make a country great. And let's not lose that. Let's not lose that in America. Uh, Dave Reamer. Uh, wow. Vietnam War, uh, Vietnam vet. Had his face, half his face blown off by a phosphorus grenade close by his head. And it's one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard. I, what a wonderful speaker. He, uh, he, he wanted to die, and what he had to go through was recovering from the burns. And uh, he, he told about the wounds and, and his emotional being and how he wanted to just pull the tube, and did pull a tube out to try to kill himself. He just pulled the wrong tube. He pulled his feeding tube and got hungry. But has a wonderful story. Hope you ever, ever get a chance to hear a, a Dave uh, Reamer's story. You got to hear, listen to that. And uh, and he just had us laughing, had us had us thinking, had us ready to pray. And and uh, and the fact that you know he should have never lived when that grenade went off. And he went through literal hell in recovering. And it, and uh, and now after all these years, him and his wife have a tremendous ministry. He gave his life over to God, and he goes around and he speaks to 
the Iraq veterans, Afghanistan veterans, those who've lost limbs. And, man, what an encouraging, encouraging guy. So uh, that that just a wonderful way to end up the Friday night event. And, and I just wanted to say that warmed us up. Glenn ended up Friday night saying, saying, uh, folks, it was a little after 10 o'clock on Friday night, and he said, people, <laughs> I don't know what word to use, folks or people, but he said, listen, we are 12 or less than 12 hours away from fundamentally, fundamentally transforming America. That was wonderful to hear that. And so we were prepared to get to the rally, and uh, 828 was not going to be long, far away. Now, I left the Divine Destiny uh, show. Uh, it's probably getting close to 11 o'clock. Got back, uh, had to catch the metro late at night, and walked through uh, uh, to get to the metro. And by the time I got to the hotel, getting close to 11.30, midnight, uh, couldn't sleep, <clears throat> tried to rest, uh, and I, I did close my eyes and rest, but I felt like there was something I needed to do, and I knew I needed to do it. I would written a prayer that I wanted to pray about the event, and I wanted to, I just wanted to make sure the grounds were prepared, and I know that many others were praying for the event. I knew people in, um, in Mississippi, that in Tupelo, where I live, I told them about it, and I knew people were praying. And all over the nation, people were praying for uh, the Restore Honor Rally. But I felt led to, to get up early, and, and I watched the clock, and I twisted and turned and, and slept a little and twisted and turned and slept a little, and, and then, just, then it got about 5 o'clock, 5.15, and I knew the sun would be coming up uh, somewhere after between around 7 o'clock, Eastern time there in D.C. And so by 6, I was up and dressed and had my running shorts on and had a, had a prayer written up and packed. And, and, I, and I took off running, took off jogging down uh, the almost empty streets of Washington. Of course, they never get completely empty. But uh, I headed out, and I thought, well, I might, there might be a couple thousand people early in the morning before sun rises uh at, uh, around the Lincoln Memorial, and I, I jogged on, and uh, about, uh, I don't know, I think we're about, I was about two miles away from the memorial, uh, but went down 14th Street, down past, uh, cut across in front of the White House, and and ran into the, ran up to the Washington Monument, and then <laughs> there in the darkness, and it wasn't, of course, wasn't completely dark, but I could see heads around the Lincoln Memorial, people were already moving, as I, got, I, was, I went by the World War II Memorial and, and uh, ran under the trees. Uh, I saw people who had been there all night sitting in their chairs. And uh, I learned later that you can't go to sleep. The Park Service won't let you have sleeping bags to go to sleep. But as long as you stay awake, uh, you can stay there. So there were a lot of people who stayed up sitting in their chairs. And as I got closer to the monument, my goodness, as I got closer to the Lincoln Memorial, my, my goodness, there were, uh, I, I really believe there were between 75,000 and 100,000 right then, you know, who were ready to go, you know, before, before the break of day, before the dawn, and uh, I got up there and met people, and, and uh, they were wandering around, you know, right in front of Abraham Lincoln there, the big statue, Abraham Lincoln sitting, and they were reading the Gettysburg Address on, on one side and the second inaugural address on the other side. Uh, 
And this was before the sun had ever come up. And you could start to see the sky turning a pinkish color and, and uh, some clouds seemed to be there. Uh, so I, uh, I walked around to the backside of Lincoln Memorial. Didn't want to cause a scene, but I just had a, about a four-page prayer. I wanted to pray out loud. And that's what I did. As I was praying, I saw people coming across the bridge, coming across the Potomac, walking across. And, uh, and they were arriving even before the sun came up. And people were wandering around. And they were, it was a good crowd. It was a good, friendly feeling. Some people had been there, like I said, awake during the night. And, and they were talking. We were talking about the rally, what to expect. I remember I met a guy named Thomas from San Diego, come, out, come all the way across the country, said he had to be there for the rally, just knew he had to be there. And uh, he was looking forward to the, uh, the Glenn Beck rally. And, and 828, Restore and Honor rally, and said, our country needs something. We need a shot of something, and we need a shot of something that we're hoping it will happen today. So, uh, and, and that's what, uh, <laughs> then my phone went off, and I found out that uh, they were calling a meeting. We were supposed to have a meeting with Alveda and her group at 7 o'clock, and I looked at my watch at 7 o'clock, and my goodness, what am I supposed to do? So I headed back to the, headed back to the, uh, hotel to get my shower and get ready and see if I can get back to the meeting and uh, and by the time I got there uh, the meeting was over they'd eaten breakfast and they were headed out and they were getting ready to head out and uh, every the group I was supposed to meet with the Alveda I couldn't find a soul so I had a phone number and and they had uh, one group had taken off on a bus and uh, a van and so I called and they said well we're going to swing back around and pick you up we just we had just left the uh, Willard Hotel so they told me to stand in front and as I was standing uh, then I saw Alveda come out and Dr. Alveda King came out and they had her VIP uh, uh, transportation to get there and, Al and Alveda said Ed you got to come with me she said you got to be be there I said well I'm going to be there but uh, the other band's going to pick me up and anyway I assured her I was going to get there and I'd be there so that's how Saturday morning started and uh, as I watched uh, Dr. King head, head off, I knew she had something important for the nation to hear. And I was uh, being honored for the fact she wanted me to stand beside her. So that's how the, everything unfolded beginning to the beginning of the rally. And can you believe it? We're gonna have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you about what happened inside the rally next week. So don't go away. We are. We have run through a whole show, and I've just gotten uh, gotten everybody prepared to hear about uh, what I saw from the inside of Glenn Beck's restoring honor rally. Great thing. So we're gonna we're gonna start up next week. We're gonna hit the news items, and then we're gonna I'm gonna unfold the story from an insider's view, and it's from my point of view. Doc Holliday was at the uh, restoring uh, honor rally, and and I got to. I got to sit in the green room with many, most of the speakers, got to speak to them, got to find out of these great people who were being honored, so many stories to tell, and I can't wait to tell them next week. Come back, click on next week, Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Doc Holliday's Tea Party show is, is uh, something unique. You won't find anything else like it in all America. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, uh, get your links out, uh, tell about it on Facebook, tell about it on uh, anywhere you got a social networking site, let's tell people about Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Tell them next week we'll have an insider's 
point of view of uh, uh, the Restore and Honor Rally right there that happened in Washington, D.C. What a great, great event. Many people there. And I'm going to give you an inside story next week. So click on the Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And once again, I know there's heroes. I'm enthused about what's coming up. And the biggest way that we can turn this country around is first seek God for answers. And that's what we learned at the rally on Saturday. We have to look, look to God first. Don't, 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 don't ever underestimate the power of prayer. I know people were praying all over the nation for what was going on uh, this past Saturday. And I'm telling you that uh, a prayer was heard. What a wonderful, wonderful rally. Uh, no politics. Uh, there was no, there's no scuffling, fighting, a very peaceful crowd. And what a wonderful, wonderful time. And anybody can get a copy or watch it on the Internet. I think every American, every American should see this, listen to it, and, and let's turn to God for answers. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, and these other things will be added to you. So... That's, that, that was the bottom line. What I learned Saturday was seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And that's our Plymouth Rock of Liberty speech. Very small. Uh, just remember that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And these things shall be added to you. So instead of a fiery speech, we're going to listen to the word of God. And I'm going to tell you, be back next week because I'm going to give the inside story of what Doc Holliday saw and heard and laughed and cried, a story that only God could have provided. No way in a million years could I have designed uh, what happened for me in my part at the rally uh, for just a old country boy from Mississippi standing up in front of 500,000 people. Uh, I'll tell you about it next week. So uh, don't. Don't, uh, don't, you, you can go away from your computer, but don't forget to click on next week and tell everybody about it so you can hear the inside story. All right, God bless you. Be a hero. Get out there and be a hero, and uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll be here next week. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.